We just out here skating, you know, every day we do so. Let's fucking sir! Let's go! We in this bitch. I really didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is modern day hippie shit. Three, two, one. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of MDH TV. Here with a guest, you know, um, we don't have many of these you feel me um our first female guest you want to introduce yourself hi everyone <laughs> my name's annie ballas um i'm a senior at lehigh university studying environmental studies with minors in africana studies and environmental science that's what's up glad to be here how, how has college been for you you know you, you're a senior and stuff how was like college? You know, not everybody listening has gone to college and stuff. Yeah, how was college? College is good. It's been a roller coaster with COVID and everything. I mean, that was a roller coaster for everyone, but I don't know. I kind of feel like my college experience was like kind of taken from me in a way because some of my years I was just at home, so I felt like. Were you like online all your sophomore year? Your whole sophomore year? Yeah. So I mean, like three semesters, two two and a half semesters. And you was at the crib. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I was here, but it was all online. But I tried coming back to school for first semester sophomore year, and they had this place like a prison, so I left. Yeah, because <laughs> you couldn't see terrible. anybody. Like even if you had friends, you weren't allowed to see them. You could. They was like you couldn't even go into other dorms and shit. It was so bad. They was like, I got the cops called on me in the dining and Rathbone for not having a mask on correctly, which I had it on correctly, but it was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. I had a friend who got suspended because he got caught with having friends. Huh? Oh. Like suspended what? from Lehigh. For real? So he was still able to uh, like pursue his degree, but he was suspended from campus and he was just like couch hopping. Damn. Yeah. And his parents were super strict. So he was like hiding it from them. Like they didn't even know that it happened. That's he was from California. So he if what they found out he was gonna rip him out of school and send him back home. Bro, COVID was such like a crazy time. It's kind of um I was talking, I forgot who I was talking to, but um I was they were like telling me that they just became an American citizen in 2019. I was like, oh, so you not you wasn't even a citizen of old America. You you didn't know old America. You just know after COVID. Yeah. This shit is different now. You don't even know like what college was like before COVID. No. Nah, right? Because you were post-COVID nah. college. My first year was COVID year 2020. Pre-COVID college was different world. For real, it was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. It was like hand, foot, and mouth going around. No, nah, like, that's like still party going around my now. first year. Really? Yeah, it was no. probably more nasty. College students are just nasty in general. Bro, I never got sick until I went to college. Like, I got strep throat one time, like, growing up. 
And then when I came here, I had to go to the hospital because, bro, it was so bad, bro. Like, you went to the hospital? Yes, twice. What? Some bullshit. Cause like some throat effect infection. That's not good. Yeah. I partied a lot freshman year, and I got sick all the time. Yeah, that's. But true. I was never hospitalized. <laughs> nah, that shit was terrible. Did you recover from that? I mean, yeah. That's good. But um. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like, I don't know, that was my freshman year. I was partying a lot and shit, too. But that shit just gets old pretty fast. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Um, Were you, like, in Greek life? I actually was. Oh, for real? Yep. I did not join for the right reasons, though. I just wanted to party. I, like, told myself, oh, let me, let me try it out, because if I don't, then I'll never know what it's like. Yeah. But really I just like to party a lot. So I joined Zeta. Um and I was only in it for well, I was in it until August of the following year, but we got sent home. So I wasn't actually like I was on campus with the girls for like maybe a month doing Greek life stuff, but then I dropped out. It wasn't for me. No, I feel like I was like my freshman year. Um, I was thinking about um joining Fred. Like, I got some bids from like some cool friends or whatever. Yeah. But ended up not doing it, which I'm so glad. But at the reason, like, just like you, I wanted to do it just to party and shit. In my head, I was like, yeah, this would be good, you know, connections and mm-hmm. shit. But it yeah. was just the party and shit, and um. I ended up not doing it because I was like, well, I already know all these niggas that are joining it. They just let me in the party. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm glad I didn't do it because I don't even go out no more. I'll be spending my time mixing and shit, y'all. You feel me? Getting decent at it. But um, you were, you said you were an environmental scientist major. How was that? Like, what got you into that? Um, So when I was planning on going to college, I didn't really have any guidance because I'm a first gen so I decided to just go for something that I was interested in which I've always enjoyed the environment grew up a country girl so I just decided to pursue that Um, and I started out as an earth and environmental science major which is more science-based and research Um, and then my first semester junior year I changed my major to environmental studies um which is more like how people interact with the environment and policies environmental policies um environmental justice things like that so yeah i guess i just got into it just because i like it yeah yeah. since i was born into this no that's what's up i I mean i want to talk a little more about you said you were like a a country girl growing up you know I'm from the city a lot of our listeners they from the city too and you know I, I like the country life mm-hmm. or I think I like it I don't know what it is really like, but it. how I'm picturing it like I'm just on the barn one, one leg on the stack of hay cowboy hat overalls you know but um I want to ask you you said you went to Utah um yeah. right how, how was that experience what, what you do out there in Utah So in Utah this summer, I interned as a park ranger for the Bureau of Land Management, which is a federal agency. Did you see any bears? I did not see any bears. 
but they have black bears out there but yeah i haven't actually seen any wild bears in the west i haven't seen a grizz a grizzly yet or a moose or anything like that you don't want to see a grizzly <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're probably right yeah but how was that experience like what did you do with the park ranger body just take us through that um so as a park ranger i wrote a lot of like journalism type with photography and a big part of my job is like interacting with the public so kind of just letting the citizens or not just public they don't have to be citizens but um just updating them on different regulations for recreating or like how to be responsible when they're recreating because you can't tell the public um you kind of like they can get fined if you catch them doing something they're not supposed to be doing but you can't really tell them what to do because it's the public's lands so just kind of like trying to persuade the public to recreate in a responsible way because the lands are shared among everyone so like it's not fair to just trash it because you think it's yours like it's not just yours it's everybody's um but yeah uh one of the things I did this summer we I was a part of the intergovernmental cooperative agreement signing ceremony between the federal agencies Bureau of Land Management and the U.S. Forest Service they did a cooperative agreement to co-manage Bears Ears National Monument, which is crazy that it, it was historical because like the tribal nations, it's their ancestral lands, um, but they haven't had any influence over the management oh, for real? of Bears Ears, yes, um, since like the United States started. Um, so they got all of their power ripped away from them and the federal government so kindly gave them some of the management back um you don't have some of the power back <laughs> because it's yeah some like they have they can I feel like it's they basically go to tribal members for guidance on management but the way I believe it to go is that at the end of the day like if the federal government wants to do something they're going to do it um but it is definitely beneficial and I got to be there for the signing ceremony. Um, I got to meet the director of the Bureau of Land Management, Tracy Stone Manning. Got to talk to her. She's cool. Yeah, I got to talk to Dr. Homer Wilkes, which is the undersecretary of the so U.S. Forest Service. Like politicians, big the, politicians, yeah. But they, they work in, in the D.C. environment, environment role. Yeah. they're more just politicians oh, okay. like they're not actually out there doing the work they're like on spread. the lands they're in washington dc signing papers and like pushing different policies through so you know like climate change is a big issue in our society right now or whatever yes and you care about the environment a lot i can tell you the vp of the growers club the community growers yeah here at shameless plug but um you know, like there's a lot of different, you know, moving parts, sides to this equation of climate change. There's the Greta Thunbergs and the people mm -hmm. protesting, throwing paint on the, I don't know if you saw that, people throw like paint on the famous paintings in like France and stuff. There's been a couple of cases of that ruining them 
Or they like gluing themselves to the. I don't know. It's like a yeah, whole bunch of crazy. Some stuff. guy like set himself on fire in front of the Capitol in Washington. I think that's what. No, nah, that's not what's up. But um, <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, how do you think? How do you feel about those other actors on the climate change issues? Like, do you think that those protesters are needed? You you know, you being um a young person growing up, about to go into the uh industry of environment and mm-hmm. wanting to change it that way. Like, how do you feel about the other side of that? Do you think like it's beneficial? I think that drastic measures to protect the environment can be useful in certain contexts like i don't for example like setting yourself on fire that's real to make a statement yeah to make a statement about climate change is pretty drastic and you know the people are coming did from, he die i'm not sure if he died or not but i feel like he was definitely banged up after that but yeah look <clears throat> They're coming from a place of care. You know, they want to see the world become a better place for future generations and us, a cleaner environment, you know, live more holistically. But when it comes to bringing people on board with the movement of like being more sustainable, I don't think that's the best tactic. I think that it makes those who don't believe in climate change, the deniers, I think it really pushes them even further away from it. Um, They see it as a joke. And yeah, so I, that's not, not the avenue that I will be taking to advocate. That's not the avenue I go with. You know, I think that the best way to do environmental you know like fight with climate change is to celebrate what the earth does have and like educate people yeah because it's ignorance the lack of education that's making people act out like this um in one way or another sure. you know like how to actually communicate with people they're they're just acting on how they feel yeah um as far as like climate change for me you know um I'm a, like, big on definitions. Like, you know, it's like I'm big on, like, the definition of things and, like, what things really mean Yeah. by that. And, like, this whole climate change debate, like, I think I might technically be classified as a climate denier or a climate change denier just because, like, I believe the climate changes over time. Like, we go through periodic ice ages and uh, all that kind of stuff. But... You know, the climate change narrative, it kind of pushes that, like, we're going to kill the earth. And I just don't think humans have the power to kill the earth. Like, even if we nuke this shit crazy, I think we'll just die. But I think the earth will be, like, straight. Which it's I'm okay better. with. Yeah, I'm fine with. You feel me? But, um, I mean... Are you okay with us doing that to the earth? I'm okay with us... Killing like, ourselves. Yeah. But killing the earth with us. I don't think we will kill them. And other species. Like, what do you think about extinctions and that? But I mean, I think, look at humans. Like, like I'm looking at us from, like, an objective, like, standpoint. We have caused so many species, plant species, animal species, like, oh, 
aquatic species with fucking new testing and shit in the ocean, which we just want to see how some shit look. Like yeah. we've we we've caused so many extinctions or extinctions already. So it's like for me, like bro, if we get up out of here, shit will be way more utopic here on Earth. You feel me? And I don't. I'm not saying I want us to blow ourselves up, but I think like. I don't know. I think old habits die hard, or old habits uh, die hard. So I don't really think. I don't know. I'm kind of pessimistic with it, but I say that to say, like, I think the climate like is going to change. I think the Earth naturally goes through these cooling and heating moments, and we're definitely contributing to that negatively, definitely. But I think the Earth will always be straight. I don't think we can kill the Earth. I hope not, at least. That would be crazy if you could. Yeah. Well, I don't completely disagree with you, but I also don't fully agree with you. I would say, like, yes, the Earth does go through periods of transition, ice ages, warm periods, um, and it's naturally going to occur. But take the issue of oil us putting co2 emissions into the air the amount of time that it took for the plant matter to decay enough to where it turned into oil or gas or coal was over a very long period of time and since it's such a concentrated source of energy when we burn it and we send the fuels up into the sky it gets trapped in the atmosphere right or so they say i guess that's where there yeah, could be my thing but is, whoa, 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 i'm not done yet uh, so wait can i just respond so mount- to your point real quick yeah that you just made about the fossil fuels i wasn't done with the point oh you still on the fossil fuel yeah point? i'm still on the right, fossil go ahead, go ahead. okay so basically what i'm trying to say is that the amount of heat that we're putting into the system is not equal to the natural amount, Earth's natural amount. So we're tilting it. And I don't know if, you know, the projections that they give could be wrong, but I guess climate change isn't so much a direct thing, but like pollution is more my stance. Like I don't really have a strong stance on climate change You're more like but i do believe that we're changed like there is climate change happening like yeah things are happening a lot quicker like when i was in the desert this summer the flash floods were way stronger they had flooding that they haven't seen since the 80s um and all these events just kept like one after the other like the storms were always super strong like everything was way stronger out there and you don't really see that as much on the east coast but I do believe that like things are changing and I don't know if we're going to have massive waves hitting us, but I do think that it's real. No, no, I definitely agree with that point. Like, I think we are definitely negatively contributing to uh, climate, the Mm -hmm. the decay of the atmosphere and stuff. But as far as fossil fuels, like, are so like a fossil, right? That's like bone. Right. Or plant matter. Oh, yeah. Well, sure. What, what kind that? of fossil are you talking about? Fossil fuels? Yeah. Like, like oil and stuff. Coal is plant matter, like swampy areas, like in Louisiana or Florida, those swamps, like 
all that plant matter that goes under the water, like it keeps compressing. And over time, like as it's really deep and has the pressure of the earth above it, like and the heat creates coal. It's kind of like the all geologic processes, like it. Uh, so like, it's plant matter. All right, so it's yeah. more plants and and animals too. But you can't burn fossils. Like you can't, you can't burn a, you can't make a a bone into liquid ever. That's just like a literal like. That's fossilized bone, though. You. It's so. You, are you? It's like when you have fossilized bones, dinosaurs and stuff. Like, those are usually found in really dry climates where the bones didn't, like, it wasn't wet. Like, you have to have water to make, like, what you're saying is true, but it's not what you think. All right, maybe, yeah, you you know more about this than me, but um, my whole thing as far as- You're trying to beat me in my own game right now. No, I'm not. I'm not even going to, like, attempt. My whole thing with the, like- it's just like with the direction of society has chosen to go, like with this industrial age, with just how we live our lives. I don't think people are going to like be willing to give that up in a time that's going to like be able to save the world or whatever. So I think like, you know, with that, you know, it's kind of inevitable. But this kind of brings me to a question like, do you think like there's a way for us to have an advanced kind of like civilization or society without using these type of mechanisms that negatively impact the earth? Or do you think like this is just kind of like the give and take of how advanced we can be as humans on the planet? We have to like destroy it to get to a certain level. When I think about the future world, if it were to be in balance, I think about it as definitely not having near as much hmm, materialistic items. So I think that we could manage to use fossil fuels and energy to continue to create technology in the sense of like screens and things, but No, I think actually we're probably just going to go down like the ship's sinking. And I think honest, we're, we need to prepare for like that to be and the outcome. The Cause I, I, yeah, I can't think of a, a world where, cause people are so. What's the time? Disconnected with the think? earth. What what timeline? Like next 20 years, like 50. Well, disclaimer, I'm just one individual and I don't like steady climate change. So for all the listeners. This isn't an exact date, <laughs> but um, honestly, I can't see past, I think by 2050, things are going to be really crazy here, but it's not going to be to where, at least in America, well, I don't even know, because people are migrating all over the place for different reasons. I just think resources, they're not going to be depleted, but I'd say by like 2100. Will we be done? I'm, not, I'm cool with that. I don't know about nothing, but I'm, I'm be, I'm, I'm, I I wonder if society won't collapse completely by then. You know what I mean? Like restart, like rebuild from scratch. Like if there was some super huge event that killed majority of humans and there had to be, you know, a new uprising, kind of like the 100. 
scenario like that like humans might still be able to live but the way we're going right now is just it's just gonna be a story. unreal think about it too like the niggas who are like survive they're gonna like trying to tell the kids like bro we had some shit called the internet dog that shit was just in the sky like you couldn't even see it or touch it yeah. you feel me like and everything was on there they're gonna be like bro what are you talking about <laughs> it is pretty crazy how we have like no we're yeah we're so accustomed to it, especially our generation because we this is all we really know we've always had the internet um and tv tvs in our housing and it's just we've never not had it so and we like grew accustomed to it extremely well like come on everyone's addicted to their screens you can't go nowhere without your phone. You already part cyborg. Elon just trying to put it in your head. Well, Make yeah, it faster. It's crazy. You feel me? I like to keep my head up like while I'm on the streets or if I am standing somewhere. Like I try to make it a point to knock it on my phone. Yeah. Because I want to be able to look around. And it's crazy the amount of people who automatically like you'll see that you're coming near them and they and like, go straight hun- yeah 100 percent. they won't even attempt to look up or acknowledge you and it's just a socially acceptable outlet for completely ignoring somebody and you know what's even crazier like when you put that that's phone like down, the death of community right there it is it's uh, at least it has been yeah, and um I'm working. but when you put that phone down like and you're just walking Like, you see so much life. There's so much stuff going around, and, like, people are just so absorbed into this nothingness that they don't see everything that's going around. Yeah, they can't even appreciate the beauty around them because all they're looking at on their phones is idealized, you know? Like, you can look at whatever you want. Everything you see is is past tense. They're not... That's a good point. I haven't really thought about it. Even if you're on live, like, there's still a delay. It's past tense. You feel me? Like, yeah, they're always in the past. Yeah, you're literally always in the past. Damn. That's bars. That's, yeah. yeah. When you're on, yeah, everything on screens is in the past. Like, anytime you're using internet, you're in the past. Past, yeah. Yeah, so, um, wow. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, you're not living in the present moment, and you can't be happy if you're not living in the present moment. That's, That's why it's good to like try to decrease your screen time for sure. Yeah, a lot of people don't even go outside. Like, yeah. that's why the way we're just evolving as humans, like, we're gonna have to restart soon. We're like, gonna end up having translucent skin. No one's gonna go outside. And if the climate gets bad enough, people can't really breathe outside. Like, could you imagine? I'm different. I would be able to. Well, you need vitamin D. Well, you can take supplements. No, that'd be crazy be people could actually become translucent like jellyfish jellyfish are the real aliens octopus seen, oh octopus octopi yeah, <laughs> optimus prime yeah you feel me um yeah but yeah um i'm glad we're in the same place you know world's over in the next hundred years you feel me i've been saying that for a while you know what i'm saying um, yeah unfortunately try always to have a positive outlook but that's one of the ones that sometimes you just gotta trust your gut and my gut says this is not good not good on yeah. a huge scale and the fact that we're first world country 
we can get off this subject i'm sorry but oh, no you're right like the second world third world developing undeveloping whatever you want to call them you know they're going to copy like what we're doing here too you know as they continue to be able to develop that's what they're going to want and i don't think that america or any other first world country is going to stop you know progress i think they're just going to keep looking for another planet because this one is you think they'd rather just look for enough man they're gonna continue i said they're gonna continue it's funny (laughs) they they at the round table they like all right look but the world about to end in the next hundred years we all gonna be dead so but Elon coming coming with the forever liver, you know, you pop that pill, you lie forever. So we might still be here. So do we save this shit or do we look for another planet? These niggas white. Look for another planet. Let's try and get to Mars. Fuck it. This one's already done. Yeah. They like, nah, bro, we still got 20 years. If we just stop right now, nah. Nah. <laughs> this one done. We can't stop right now. Before that mass genocide i think they'd kill off a large majority of the population to save the elite i said it damn how you think how you think they would do that well you want to know my you want to know one of my theories vaseline's you walk in the grocery store okay yeah you see everything on the shelves that are gmo genetic genetically modified or preservatives I believe that eating artificial foods like that damages your DNA. And I'm sure there's like studies or not studies, but (laughs) I think that it damages the DNA. And over time, like the people who have wealth will be able to continue to buy healthy foods, whole foods, whereas the majority of the population who's been eating not healthy foods like their DNA is going to diminish over so time think- and they will justify the genocide by saying that these people are no longer viable or like they like possibly what if the majority of the population like they just become too like dumb or something you know what I mean I mean and then I, I you get a really saying. bad people because they're already trying to make the one world government yeah so I mean, like, I get what you're saying. Um, I think, like, you a little bit too extreme with this. <laughs> I don't think they just going to genocide and they just right out. I think, like... In 100 years? <laughs> I think they figured out better ways to do that. You know, yeah. I think, like... I hope for so. Them, like, that's not what I want to happen, but that's, like... Yeah, no, no. I, I get, like... I, I like that you're thinking like that. I just think you just went a little too far. Me, I think what they're doing is, you know, if you look at the birth rates... um we're on a decline like for the next generation nobody's mm-hmm. having babies um kind of like with uh all this agenda stuff going on like you feel me it's going to be less heterosexual couples that can even have babies and some of those don't even have babies and then with those foods with these vaselines that they give us these shots um i think they're just going to mass sterilize people Ooh. yeah like okay yeah why 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 kill them bro they can live bro still be our slaves but they won't have yeah. no babies fuck it yeah yeah i don't think they got uh, why would that's just, way more realistic yeah why would that they, makes it a little too real <laughs> yeah you're, you're <laughs> like 
Yeah, they're gonna have to like. I was so I war. was pretending. And you, oh no, you know. no, no! This is real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is. They're doing this. That's why I can get the back. You feel me? But um, yeah, man. Like, I I think it's I think the government they got a lot of lot of fuck shit going on with them. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I remember in twenty twelve, we all thought the world was going to end. Right. Um, I was mad as fuck because we still had school on the day the world was supposed to end. So we in class just like looking for the tsunami to come. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, like people was like we went into a new universe like in that year. And I think sometimes I'll be thinking, or some people are like, when Trump when that put us in a different universe. I'm like, first off, I don't think what the president control what universe we in. That's crazy. I would hate. I would hate like whoever went president control what universe we go in. That that'll be a second. Yeah. But um, do you think we in a new universe? Like you think all this crazy stuff that like you think we we went through like a black hole? I I honestly <laughs> see the COVID era as pretty changing for the whole world. Like the whole world felt that, and their like life is different now. I definitely think that, but not because of a president. No, nah, but still, do you like think him. We a, I mean, he did make hole? policies, but what? Do you think we went through a black black hole? No, <laughs> no. I don't think we went through a black hole. No, nah, but um, yeah, I I really don't even believe in in government too much, even though I'll be arguing about it a lot. I know I know a good amount of poli sci major. But you know, speaking about majors, you was uh you bring up one of your minors. I actually was a minor. I have the same minor, Africana studies. And you know, um, you know, this don't really matter, but for some reason, you know, for the I'm speaking to the people of the future right now. So all y'all that's listening. All right, because this it's gonna be out, in the in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. So to the people of the future, you know, like in twenty eighty or twenty um two thousand three hundred and ninety-eight. Um, we used to have these wars like about about skin color, bro. So that used to be a big thing for some reason. So I I guess it's important, but it's not really important. Um, but yeah, Annie here, the animator. The animator. She, yeah, she's a Caucasian female. For all of y'all who didn't know, so I wanted to ask you. I'm a Polak. Yeah, Polak, <laughs> whatever that is. German. Yeah. <laughs> some type of mix. Yeah. What, what, what made you want to um minor in Africana studies? Good question. What made me want to major in Africana or studies? Minor. minor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Professor Kwame makes it seem like a major though. Not work he gives. <laughs> um I guess just having a better understanding of history. When I was in high school, I wasn't taught. We like basically danced around the subject of slavery in my high school. Um, American there U.S. At your high school? There was a couple. I, I think in my graduating class, there was probably seven or eight. Um, How many people was in your graduating class? A hundred. So like seven percent. Yeah. That's kind of high. Really? I feel like here at Lehigh, well, like 5%. most <laughs> most of the students were mixed 
we probably had like I don't know most of the kids were it was definitely like my hometown is racist for sure and we felt that like my school did in my county there's four high schools and Mountain Union Mountain Union grad and we had the most black students of like any of the schools and whenever we go to games like around the different regions not so much in our county but like we definitely like basketball like we would have like comments made to teammates and it was just whatever so that would like that I had that like I felt like I seen it I felt it I had a period of one year where like I lived in the projects and like that was a thing of its own but like in the schools we weren't talking about anything that had to do with race and I didn't like that and then just being around like uh, I don't want to hate my hometown like hate on the people there but there's some community members who just are really hateful people and so when I got to school I was like went on the path of environment which automatically like you're talking about race in class because people environmental justice like people are affected more by these issues in low-income communities I don't have resources. And then Professor Terry Ann Jones emailed me one day. She was like, hey, you can get a minor in African studies. And I was like, why not? What, last semester? It was last spring. Last spring, she emailed me. Yeah. And then I did all my, my work as an intern doing advocacy work for Native Americans. And I was like, just on that path. And I've been on that path. It kind of just paved this way for me. And I feel like so much better about it because a lot of white people who are walking around have no, at least our age, they don't really have an understanding of history. Like it literally was not taught. So everyone I went to high school with, like I had to pursue a degree that has to do with social justice and, you know, like movements, right? But a lot of people white people like they don't have to choose to learn that yeah it's not demanded of them to learn it so they're completely oblivious they don't understand like they might be like oh yeah like i have like yeah i have this house but like we work too like we're not lazy like they don't understand generational wealth they don't understand systemic issues like they're literally just not taught that so I taught myself and now I'm going to teach others because it's bullshit and I can't stand it. And it's like, just makes, gives me the ick. That's what's up. Yeah. What's I, up. I do have a question. You feel me? Do you think like if more white people were to learn about those types of things, like, like what, what do, what do you think the outcome of that would be? Like do you think it would even matter? Like, like, it's cool, like, yeah, like, they, like, understand it and stuff, and, like, I guess they can empathize or sympathize, I don't know which one, like, kind of detach, like, feeling good or feeling for them, but, like, do you think, like, it, it would, like, actually produce anything worth substantial or substantial, like, change, like, just the knowledge of, like, yeah, this fucked up shit happened. I think that it would influence people depending on 
how old they are when they're learning it. If you're learning that about history like that as a kid and you're not, I don't know, it depends on how it's being taught. Nobody likes issues forced down their throat. And I think if you, there's going to be pushback no matter what. Because you said there shouldn't? there's going to be pushback. Yeah, I think there should. I don't think that. If it's related, it depends what angle you want to talk about it. Because like if it's related to power, people like a lot of white people view power as like a stronghold of theirs and people like I don't know if this necessarily needs hmm. I don't know how it would go. But I think it's worth doing anyways, because it's really about changing people's hearts. For me. I don't know what the like the end outcome of that is could just affect 20 people but whenever you get to drop that weight of you're hating something or you're just like holding on like thinking about power and like having prestige or whatever that's all artificial because you didn't bring anything into the world and you're not taking anything back out with you and if the life you lead dictates where you go like for me i have beliefs and things like that so I believe we go somewhere after we die and if the life you lead dictates where you're gonna go you should want to find your inner peace like you should want to be in line with who you're supposed to be and whenever you have so many distractions like you're really just it's it's doing self-harm like it's harming yourself and they don't like people don't understand like they just don't they're not even open to that idea because they're so distracted by things that don't matter no, I, I, that's I why that. I think simple living is not bad like back to the country girl thing simple living is not like people you know, they're just so disconnected with the earth and I think when you're in tune with the earth and you can like become in tune with yourself you'll be happier like so many people are walking around depressed and anxious and it's like when's the last time you planted something yeah, even yeah. just one on a walk outside. Yeah, probably been months for a lot of people. Yeah. But like before we um kind of shift gears here, like I just think like I think there will be there there'd be a personal benefit for people learning stuff like that, and that's even a stretch because like one could argue like it wasn't a benefit based on how they take the information. Um, but as far as like changing anything, I don't really think it'll like do anything because like I kind of like to separate white people as like regular white people and then like white supremacist, elite, racist, Nazi white people. Right? Mm -hmm. And I don't mean that as like, bro, if you a regular Nazi white person, I'm not even talking about you. You don't even get <laughs> that much love. You just a regular white person. I'm sorry. You you another group. But, like, the elite, the, that's the only white people I really, like, and when it pertains to racism and, like, all this shit, those is, like, the really only white people I think most black people care about it, even though they don't know really how to communicate that, but we don't really care about a regular-ass white person being racist to it, because it's like, dog, we both broke. It don't really <laughs> matter, like, and, and, you know, they told us this lie back, um, I took this anthropology class, and, um, 
it was like white privilege uh, was the lie that they told the like broke white people. It was like, look, you might be broke, but at least you're not black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and it's kind of like just built from that. And I think like it's always been like a power which is tied to wealth thing, especially. So it's like, and that's not to say regular white people are not racist. Like, I just don't think it matters. It, it just doesn't matter if they're racist or not, especially because a lot of regular black people are fucking racist too. And I think it's cool. Like, I, it, it just is what it is. I just don't think it matters. But I think the elite people, you know, know this information. I just don't think they care. That's why I'm saying, like, I don't really, only if, like, enough people of like the common people were to learn it and move as a wave and through the politics and shit but it's like all right that might take like five million years for politics to work yeah. <laughs> so i think also a big part of it is like in the business realm like job opportunity and stuff but if you look around like when i'm out and about actually living my life i'm not like listening to the news or in college where like we're here thinking about these issues all the time I don't ever really encounter seeing like racist things happening like everyone's just chilling socially in the spheres that I have been in so far like I don't really see a lot of racist actions actually happening and that like I just think that you know how I said everybody on the internet is living in the past yeah like, that's the only place you really be seeing racism nowadays. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to say, like, racism don't exist. I know Annie's not trying to say, like, shit doesn't happen. But as far as, like, the day-to-day, bro, like, for me as, like, a black nigga in society, especially here in the North, which is probably the most racist part in America, um, bro, out of a calendar year, the 365 days, I might experience, like, overt deep racism, like, three times maybe what do you what like, do, like would you describe as like, yeah some like um some like racist shit that could go viral on like the internet mm-hmm. like maybe like two to three times and it's not like even the other like week? no crazy oh Is i that... mean like i guess yeah that i forgot i forgot about that but yeah Four? yeah that that's like one okay i guess but um i mean the thing about racism is though like i think um the proper conversation between like non-racist white people and black people haven't been it hasn't been had because you know like white people y'all y'all so afraid to look racist which i understand Mm -hmm. bro that's like cancelable so um y'all y'all kind of like when y'all have decided that y'all not racist y'all will kind of like just not speak on like black issues or like stuff just because it's like man I don't want to seem racist, so I don't know what's going on. I'ma just I'ma just be in solidarity and post the black square. So, <laughs> so um yeah, I think the proper conversation hasn't been had and and that like a lot of things like non-racist quote unquote white people do, it'll be like little racist microaggressions, like as far as with the uh, Democratic Party, like they try and think for black people. You feel me? And they there's the non-racist party or whatever, but mm-hmm. it's like they think black people are, you know, the president even said if if you vote for Trump over me, you're not black. So yeah. he was taking niggas' blackness away as a nigga who wrote the crime bill. 
ironically, which put hell which caused mass incarceration. But you know, um I guess dumb niggas is black. <laughs> but um <laughs> Yeah, so I think like that's the biggest issue is like racist stuff still happens, but it's like little microaggression stuff that like a lot of black people just kind of like rub off their shoulder because it's like it's just everywhere. It's like damn near. But the overt shit, that shit doesn't happen that much. It's just like nobody really doing that shit no more. So what would you suggest for white people who are afraid of like saying something and sounding racist? Like what would you suggest? How would it start like, you know, advocating or like speaking on what they actually want see i gotta talk to black people because i'm black and they can't call me racist right i'm fucking black they can call me a coon and shit but nigga i'm black at the end of the day so like i think like for y'all it's just like i think y'all just gotta be like you gotta like be able to speak with like somebody I guess a black person. And like I told y'all, feel the future of these dumbass like race wars we talking about. Y'all probably don't know what the fuck we talking about right now. <laughs> but um, like you just gotta like sit with somebody black that you trust and like have open, honest conversation with them about things that are on your mind. You feel me? Like, because mm-hmm. a lot of times we have these preconceptions and we just assume the other party has the same preconception, but y'all are operating on two different definitions of a word on two different preconceptions. So Y'all really not in line, and y'all think that y'all in line the whole time. So I would say to Black people, we got to be a little less quick to call a nigga racist. And, you know, I still struggle with that shit. I was about to call this nigga racist at Rathbone. It's like one of the workers at Rathbone. Really? Yeah, because, bro, every time I go get a burger from this nigga, like, he just never want to put my burger on the, on the uh, whatchamacallit? The bun? On the bun. He puts it on the plate every time. I'm like, all right, bro, that's kind of weird. But it is what it is. Um, I think we just can't be, like, so quick to call white people racist that, you know, are claiming not to be racist. Because let's be real, if a, if a white person is claiming not to be racist and is, like, actually trying to learn, bro, like, by you calling them racist, bro, you just going to make them racist, bro. If if I was really trying to learn and y'all just gonna be fucking racist, I would be racist. Fuck it, then. Nigga, I'll just be racist, bro. Fuck it. Like, damn, y'all niggas hate on me. I'm just trying to learn. Like, I, I get, I, I be understanding. Like, yeah, I be, I be getting it. I think it's just because, like, I'm a, I'm a real ass nigga, though. Like, you feel me? But, um, honestly, that's kind of part of why I got an Africana studies minor because it's like, I number one, like, before I had a minor in Africa studies, I didn't really have very many black friends. And I wanted black friends. And I like wanted to learn about black history and I didn't know how to do that. So like I decided to do it in the classroom where it was like a safe space for me. Not that it wouldn't be otherwise, but like like you said, it's scary, you know? <laughs> being a white person and being like, hey, like how do you feel? Like, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, and that's, I, I went on this posse retreat, and I talked about this in one of the early pods, but, um, like, I led this group, it was literally the day we got back, that shit happened. Yeah. On campus, but I led the group called Racism at Lehigh. I was talking about, my, I was like, 
there was like these two white teachers there when she was like um she was like so do like y'all think like no white people like really care and stuff i'm like no nah, i think some of y'all really care it's just like you're all afraid to like talk to black people and like be open and honest with them so yeah. it's like we just operating on two different paths now that i turn the black people, i'm like we y'all just gotta be like let's quick to call a nigga racist like let a nigga ask you a question and then we got back and a nigga told me to get off the campus <laughs> <laughs> the same day i was like damn i was like damn. turn around yeah but um yeah. yeah you feel me like but i think i don't know i think right now with with all the race tensions right now america just becoming we reverting we coming becoming more racist right now I think it's it's more racist than it was in 2016 right now. Yeah. It's way more racist. It's even worse. Yeah, because that seems to be all we focus on. Like, again, with social media and stuff, like a lot of what you're seeing is negative or that's what really gets the big headliner news is the, the bad things that are happening. Um, I remember like, Growing up, my teachers would be like, when they talk about racism, they're like, yeah, and like, will will it ever be fair for black people and white people? Probably not, but that doesn't mean that we can't work. I'm but like, and now that I'm older, I'm like, why the fuck would they say that shit? Like to some young kids that are going to become the general, they're like, it probably won't ever be fair, but we can try though. Like, and I think uh, I don't know, I think. It's just this machine and like how it works that like I don't know, I forgot why I burned that up, but something you said made me think of that. <laughs> the issue is given like I people aren't like everyone's having a human experience, oh. right? It's, yeah. So, I remember what, what I said. My bad. My <laughs> slowly bad. about to go in on something. No, no, you can go in. You forgot it. yours. It's not my fault. You're right. You're right. Yeah. But so, no, I'm not, nah, but I'm toxic. No, I'm just kidding. You can go. <laughs> I know the next subject with this podcast, where this is going. <laughs> okay. Um, look, now you got made me forget. Uh, oh, no, the human experience. Like, we're all having a human experience, and we're not that different, you know what I mean? Like, there's really, like, everyone has emotions. Like, we're just people. But I think too much power is given to the issue to make us continue to believe that it's a, an issue when it's just, like, it's not supposed to be an issue. Like, society runs, I guess, in that way, but... Uh I, don't I think know. the thing is like it's an issue but like like you said it's not supposed to be an issue and the thing that perpetuates it is the only thing that can like resolve it meaning that like bro the more we talk about race the more real it's going to become and like the mm. more like people are just going to become racist because the more you talk about race the more you're thinking about race which just naturally makes you racist you feel me? Even if you're a good racist, like, as far as, like, you're a good white person, right? And you're, like, on the side <laughs> of black people, right? Okay. You're still thinking about race. When you was a baby, you Racialized, wasn't thinking about yeah. race at all. So, like, even, like, just this conversation of race literally makes you more racist, whether you're good on, on the good side or bad side. It's, like, it's making it a thing, like, you feel me? So, the more we talk about the more, like, of a thing, it's just gonna always be a thing. That's why, like, part of me is, like, looking at this shit in Florida, like, damn, like, 
this is kind of crazy. Like what in Florida? Like DeSantis, he's proposing these bills like to remove black fraternities from Oh my. Um rats. He don't want like anything ethnic or like color. Like he just wanted to be like okay. institutions, right? And like part of me, like I understand like kind of like that way of thinking because like we shouldn't be talking about race. It, it just shouldn't be a conversation. But at for where we're at now in society, it has to be a conversation because you feel me like it has subliminally been for so long. But I don't know. You feel me like I'm an Africana studies minor right now. You feel me? I'm me too. This. We're out here trying to figure it out. And no, it's I'm not an easy. Co- I guess I would. What I would say for the listeners is just be open to even starting up the conversation and being willing to to use your voice and try to learn even if you don't have all the right things to say because we're not going to get anywhere if people like we're not I don't know how we get over if we don't talk about it but it's not being talked about in the right ways yeah. um and we can't break that pattern unless people actually talk face to face um and they don't be so sensitive on both sides you know everyone's sensitive you know what else is crazy what's what crazy about? what even when you're on facetime with somebody or on the phone with somebody you still in the past it is about milliseconds but you still in the past because i was thinking about this really? like when you're facetiming somebody right the computer's just you're not looking at the person you're literally looking at the computer just reconstruct what they think this person looks like oh my goodness right (laughs) yeah if you think about it right so like and it's it's it can't be exact it has to be like after the fact of like you move and then the computer so it's literally always in the past even like through the voice you're not hearing exactly when they talk you feel me you're not hearing the exact tone. You're not hearing the voice of your mom when she calls you. You hear the computer mimicking what she, the computer thinks your mom's voice sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And until like the 1900s, that's the only way people really communicated was like by letter and stuff, but like face to face. And now I guess all those different avenues for communication, they're all in the past. That's interesting to think about. Yeah, but um, nice. you know, um, we were talking about your life growing up a little bit. You said you was a country girl, and you know, for uh, for some reason, a lot of you know people, I I guess at least black people, they like just correlate country to racism. Okay. So like, how did how was life in the country growing up for you? Like, what was that like? Life. Like, was you far in the country? Like, did you have Wi Fi? So. We barely get Wi-Fi. There's hardly any service out there. The Wi-Fi is really slow. Um, definitely, I grew up poor, so we didn't get access to, like, I didn't have a phone till I was probably 12. Like, I know I had an iPod at one point, but it was just Wi-Fi. Like, I don't know, we had a landline, stuff like that. And honestly, compared to the majority of people in general, in our generation, I think I grew up with a lot less technology. Um, I My parents are boomers. They're, like, always kicking us out to us to go play outside, you know. 
large family, a lot of kids. So my mom was always like, mate, she like had us helping in the garden and stuff. Um, and we literally, my mom calls it participating in survival. We as children participated in survival, um, because we had to, you know, uh, we grew most of our own food because it's cheaper that way. It was a lot of work and we all loved it. Maybe not. I mean, like I literally had to go out there and pick bugs off leaves didn't really love that as a kid but whenever you get to actually pick the product or like till the potatoes you know that does something for you it's like an event you do it with your family it's nice um and so like I was grounded in that way but you know we did go to the grocery store for things but my mom was a baker so I always had like baked goods my dad's a butcher so like pretty country for me but my thing is the idea that correlating country to racist is it's not it's not doing black people any justice because living in the country is awesome and there is no label of black or white on a piece of land like you can live there and have a great life and you shouldn't be afraid of no because i think it'd be it's awesome get some guns live in the country grow your own food you know participate in deer season no it's not like that and i will (laughs) say like people in the country look out for each other like there isn't as much crime um you know like you know your neighbors you can you can call them if you need them i don't know how i can't speak for other like suburban or cities but it's you know you know your neighbors like you know the neighbors you can hang out with. You know the ones you can't. And there's space in between all of you. You know, secure your compound. Enjoy your life. That's what people in the country are doing. It's a quiet life. No, that's what's um, up. That sounds beautiful. It's it's It really is. I prefer country over city any day. I love people. I want them to live, you know, well if they choose to live in a city. I don't want anywhere to be polluted. But for myself, I choose nature every time. Bro, like go to new york oh my gosh that's just so nasty so much trash everywhere it's It's, like that to me is not quality of life no it's not but that's so like you want to live in the country when you're older yeah i think right out of college i might move to a city because i do want to experience that but i know for certain i'll be settling down somewhere really really serene really nice Somewhere that like comes to my soul. You know how to like plan. You do you know how to hunt? I have not. I've hunted sometimes. I've never actually killed a deer, but we used to have coon hounds growing up, and so I've shot raccoons before. I've shot possums before, squirrels, rabbits, but that's not really hunting. Like in coon hunting, like the dogs doing all the hunting. Damn, not you. You shoot. You've shot and killed. A rabbit. I have. Damn. Yes. Bugs foot. He didn't make it. it he didn't make seat. it. Hamp- or chick- no, rabbit Wait, why you shoot it, though? It's so small. You could have just, like, cut his neck. We ate them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, shoot it. Like... Cut its neck. You have to jump on it. Like, rabbits are fast. So how you shoot it? Where's it going? What 22 rifle. Well, she was like, mm, you just. No, 22 rifle with a scope. Oh, <laughs> from right, from far, yeah, not point blank. Looks <laughs> funny. <laughs> no, imagine 
No, nah, that would be crazy. I was like, damn. No, that's that's like murder. Yeah, yeah, no. But I can fish. I like to fish. Um so you murder the fish. Yeah, but I like I I prefer to plant. I usually don't stick to the killing. Um You you do the growing. I the do the growing, plant. yeah, yeah. That's facts. Yeah. No, yeah. that's what's saying. You know, I just got into plants, y'all. Um, you feel me? Just got some plants and shit. Yeah, you you just got some plants. I've yeah, I've been what on the plant train for quite some time. Yeah, but I love seeing people join the plant club. It's a good one to be. Yeah, good one to be at. Yeah, my my nigga's in the sun right now, but um, yeah, you know, like, I this has been like a great pod, you know, for our first you know female guest. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, but, you know, awesome. since we was the first female guest, you know. Oh, here we, we go. Got out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Close Damn. out. I already know where this is going. Let me introduce this one. Okay. Go ahead. Well, now I'm not positive. <laughs> I don't want to bring it up if I don't have to, but I know it's coming there. What? What is it? Sexism or feminism or something to do with, uh, <laughs> with that. That's not even what I'm doing. Okay, where are you going? Damn. That's for see, next see, time. That's, that's fine. Yeah, that's that's what girls are always thinking about. Sexism, <laughs> feminism, shit. Right. That's right. insane. I was yeah. gonna ask, like, you feel me? Like, if you had anything else you wanted to talk about, but if you want to talk about that, we can, I guess. You feel me? I feel like you're just trapping me right now. That's... You were gonna say that. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Nah, nah. What do you think about feminism? Me? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, you gotta give me like a better question. That like, I think it's like it. It is what it is. Like, <laughs> I don't think it's good or bad. I think it just is what it is. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna have to talk about it. No, no. We talked about this a good amount of time, so we should have it down by now, but we don't. What do you think about feminism? I think there's different brands of it. What brand do you do you fuck with? I didn't know. So I didn't fuck with feminism at all before I took this Africana studies course on African like feminism in africa what this year yeah because i had this idea of western feminism being like radical men hating uh they just want to be men it is type yeah that's like that's a brand right but i don't think that true like feminism by if we're going by definition of it right i don't take that definition i would say my the the definition that i fuck with is (laughs) um you know, advocating for women to have equal opportunities, whatever that is that they choose. So like, if they want to be a mother, like a stay at home mom, they should have the opportunity to do that. Like, I think that men should be able to get paid a wage to where they can support women. Like women should be able to go to work and get paid the same amount. Well, see, there I go. Then that's contradictory. Yeah. I don't know. She's a Because I like to have, I want to have a job. You know what I mean? I want to get paid the proper amount for my job. 
but I also see where it's like it's hard for women to stay home with their kids you know they are forced to put their kids in daycare like they can't actually live out being a woman like for a woman being a mother if you so choose that's going to be your life like that is your life you love your kids your life is your children and whenever you are forced to be in a position where you have to work and you can't stay home with your kids it's like you're not that's not really fair to being what a woman is so we've kind of been taught that like in our generation like women have always worked and it's kind of just I was always brought up with the idea that like women work like my mom worked from home so she was with us but she still had to work and we were still poor so it's like no it's a hard one but yeah I don't think women should like want to be men but also I like want to be able to work like I got a degree so that I can like I have like I don't I think women are often pushed into marriage or like pushed into being a mom and it's like you don't have to have that like I think you should have opportunity to do that too because although I'm saying that's what I think women should have an opportunity to have I don't necessarily want that for myself and other people other women who don't want that for themselves like they shouldn't have to but do you think that you don't want that because of western feminism and just growing up in western civilization maybe maybe I have always felt like a little uncomfortable like I don't trust men I don't trust that this that in this in the way that we've been like raised everything men and women everything is seen as very disposable and I think that relationships just aren't valued the way that they were before technology and all the different things that are going on so because of that I just feel that it's important to have my own security and yeah I would say it's probably because of the way society runs right now so I guess it's not fair to men to like not even give them a chance, but I've just been taught that to be sexist. To be no, <laughs> maybe, maybe if that's again what like what are you defining sexist to be? I don't I think don't women should be a, against a sex. A sex. I don't have prejudice. I think that women don't you have literally just describe prejudice against men that you have. to not trust them that's just me and my trust issues that doesn't it's still a prejudice you just said i grew up you know learning not to trust men just for the simple fact they're men well no by watching their actions actions. that's cool not all men i'm just saying i I can flip that and be like that's just me and my trust issues i think that yeah i misspoke I, still, no. I don't think I'm sexist. No, you're not. I can, flip, me I can that. flip that and be like, I'm not racist. I just think like, <laughs> I just think, I just think like, based off my trust issues, like every time like I see a black person, I just got to clutch my wallet tighter. You feel me? Because, you know, like, just like, what? No, you sexist. It's okay, though. It's like, most women are sexist. It's fine in society though. Let a man be sexist. Oh, she out here. I don't think I'm sexist, but no, I was it's just okay. saying I was just saying that the opportunity for women to like be mothers and stuff has been taken away from them. 
by society, not in this. Well, who runs society though? Girls. Men. Politically. Hillary. Gross. Hillary Clinton. No. Ew. I don't know. All right. You know, you sexist woman. <laughs> I wanted to ask you one more question before we got out of here. Okay. Because, you know, um, we're living in a weird time. Um, you know, um, the kids are just being, you know, like, shown all these asses and shit on Instagram and shit. It's real weird. Um, sexual liberation is a big thing. Yeah. Um, you were just talking about, like, the old days and shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, how, how you fuck with, like, that old lifestyle. A little more than this fast-paced city type shit. Yeah. So I want to ask you, um, you know, just from a girl's perspective, or a fe- a woman's, a female. Thank you. Yeah, perspective. Um, she. How heard. do you feel? Of, yeah. <laughs> she her they perspective. What? I don't. You did. You. Never, I don't use they. Just she her hers. She her hers. That would make me something else other than woman if I did they. I think. For that. Either way, sorry. She, her, she, her, hers. Um, how do you feel like about hookup culture in the twenty first century? Like, do you think like you think? Do you like agree with it? Well, um, that is a tough question because. Although I have my own preferences for like what I think is right, that doesn't mean that I feel that everyone should like do what I think is right. So let me just set the tone there. Okay. Pre- yeah. Preface that. Yeah. There's the preface. Okay. That I don't, I'm, I believe that people should have choice. So if they want to be, including women, including women, of course. <laughs> um, I think that. If that's something that you want to do, like you should have that ability. But I think that hookup culture has a lot of like hurt tied to it. You know, like I don't think people who are at least women who are hooking up have very high self-esteem. Um, I think that it can be like damaging to put yourself in a situation where you can be like, if you don't get emotionally attached, that's fine. But most women like have some idea that, oh, it was like really good sex. Like this is going to go somewhere and it doesn't go anywhere and they end up getting hurt. Um, And like that perpetuates your trust issues and like maybe feeling like you're not good enough. Um. And also just, like, sexualizing yourself over everything. Like, seeing yourself as, like... A sex thing. Yeah, like, looking at yourself as the body that you're in. And really, like, that's... That is what counts. It has nothing to do... Like, you... It seems to me inappropriate to lay down with somebody before you ever even have, like, a conversation with them. You know? Like, if you're just, like, hooking up at the bar and go home and have sex with somebody before you ever even really know what they're about, like... Sexist. No, you made the preference, but it's not really sexist. I'm not hating on... No, I don't, no, like, no. mean to I hate agree. on anybody who chooses to do that, but I do think that it it's damaging 
Do you um, think like sex, there's like a emotion or a spiritual exchange? You know, like some people say that there's like a spiritual energy transfer between the two people during that. Um, I guess that just depends on how you're looking at it. Because I've I've heard comments like, "Oh, sister, you just need to start looking as men at men as like a glorified dildo, like nothing more." So maybe some people can have like that mindset going into it. Um, I think that it's intimate. I don't know how you can really like enjoy sex if it's not, because then it's just awkward you know it's uncomfortable yeah like it's i don't know i can't speak for men but like for women it's very like i'm good for you (laughs) good for you yeah i don't know um i don't i don't know i think that it's like also being too young to understand maybe like when you're older like in your 20s it's easier to understand like sex and be more careful about it whenever you're still a teenager it is really hard to understand. Like, I know my the first boyfriend I ever had, like, lost my virginity to. It was, I was really upset when he broke up with me because I was, like, obsessed with him. And for no good reason other than that, I had, like, I lost my virginity to him and I was, like, very attached to him. Um, And so whenever he didn't want to date me anymore, I felt like my life was over. I actually had, like, a panic attack. My arm stiffed up. I was like, swear, it was insane. And looking back at it now, it's like, that's so silly, you know? But in the moment, it was real. It was real. It hurt. I was like, so upset. And I did not need to go through that. And if I would have just saved myself, like, you know, my mom's always like, save yourself for marriage. You know what I mean? Like old school, whatever. And I didn't. And it is what it is now but like that first initial and like maybe if we were to get married i was 100 percent super submissive to him i'm not submissive to men like that anymore i'm not and maybe that has something to do with it actually yeah do you think that's where your maybe, trust issue stems from maybe i just figured it out <laughs> Sex. <laughs> prematurely to the way no, it is. it's over this is my thing and i wanted to get into this a little bit like i feel like girls don't realize like how different girls and guys are so like like you said like when a when y'all when a girl and a guy having sex and like even if it like was on some cool shit like i feel like for a lot of girls in the back of their head they'll be like nah like he just felt what i just felt type shit when that nigga, bro, he just done it, and that was it. Like, oh my God. He, he just cool with it, and that's it. And, like, it's just, that's just what it is. And I think girls, like, I don't think y'all really understand that, like, a dude can literally, like, sit there and fuck somebody he hates. Like, he can fuck a girl guts that he absolutely hates, and it, it just be, it'd be fine. When I don't think girls can really do that. Yeah. Well, you know what's crazy? when I think about it when I was a child like I was taught that 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 was like a bond and like that men felt that too like I I I wasn't properly educated on the fact that men are just they don't think the same way and that honestly and I think a lot of like 
now that I'm okay with sex, like I don't, it, it's not like devastating to me is because I actually understand it better now. But like as a kid, I didn't understand that. And that's, I guess why it hurts so bad. Cause I was like, they but should no, feel think, what I feel, you know, uh, but they don't. <laughs> yeah. And, and kind of to your point, I think like, you feel me that misunderstanding is like kind of what, damn near made you stop caring about sex as much as you did but when you had that boyfriend or before you even lost a virginity or whatever because i feel like sex like is innately a, a very serious things to girls until like they lose their virginity get their heart broke then it's like fuck it it's whole season so i think like it's because you know whoever telling it to them is telling them that like yeah love is you only have sex with people you love like when dudes, bro, as soon as like we get our first lit taste of pussy, we just oh my god, every single crevice that there is out there in the universe. Like not every single one. Let me not every that sounds dirty to me. Not every single one, but you feel me? Like we not looking for oh, I just need that one, and then I'll be like great forever. I just don't think girls really. Understand Are you that. putting that on all men? Like, do you think all men feel this way? I feel like I feel like the good majority. So then how and I'm not saying that they they always gonna feel like that, but as far as when we're young and all we got all these hormones, like bro. And so I wanted to ask you this do you think a guy could cheat on his girlfriend and still love her? I want to say it just no yes okay i'm gonna say yes because i know like people in my life who have cheated on their significant other and they still love them dearly and like they still provide for them and their families and things like that and like do what they gotta do do you think a girl could cheat on her boyfriend and still love him no that's what I'm saying. A guy could though. But could like, but are they that's just because they see it as responsibility? Do no. they still love them? No, no. I, they completely love them. That's why we feel bad after we do it. Because we know how hurt y'all gonna be. But that doesn't change the fact that we could cheat on this girl and still love like we could cheat on you, fuck this other girl. Well, cheat, quote unquote. Because I feel like how dudes and girls like think of cheating is different. Like for a dude, like if he's spending all his so time, so would it just you, be like respect, like to che- like if you know how much is going to hurt the girl if you cheat on her? Yeah, that's why we you feel do bad. It anyways, that's why we feel bad. After. That doesn't matter really. Like it the doesn't. way you feel after, it's selfish. You selfishly, like if you're going to commit to a partner, let's say you're married, uh-huh. you're committing to this person, and you're saying, "I vow to be with you." Until I fuck a side hoe, but I'm gonna feel bad, and I I still love you, and I I still respect you. No, like you're no. mine, you're mine. You're, but but she's on the side. No, I agree with fuck you. Fuck that. I agree with. I you. think that that like men need to be held accountable. No, I agree with you. I'm not saying don't hold us accountable. I'm just saying this is the reality. That dude can cheat on you and still love you. Whereas as a girl, if you cheat on your dude, you probably don't love his ass no more. That's just the fact. Whether it's good, right, wrong, bad, whatever, sad. Yeah. That's just the fact. Like, a dude can cheat on his girlfriend, his wife, 
and still absolutely love her ten toes down forever. But I don't think it's the same for Drew. And that just goes back. I don't think men and women are the same. I really don't think we really understand that. I think like we think that we understand it. We like get like a little farther than we was like the last couple of years, but we really don't. I really don't think we get it. So yeah. But you know, I'm a feminist. I think girls should be able to do whatever the fuck they want. I don't care. But yeah. for for what I want from you know my um life partner. You know, like it's it's gonna be, it's not gonna be like this new age feminism. So I'm, I'm just say that. You feel me? No, nah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna want somebody <laughs> to like put me in check a little bit. But it's like, bro, I don't know. I don't know yet. I'm too young for all that shit. But yeah, you got any questions you want to ask a man? You feel me? Um, let's see. And we're giving y'all that real talk right now. You feel me? This, for the girls and guys listening, like, this is just an honest conversation. I think people are going to be uncomfortable, yeah. Why, listening to this? Will they? Fuck no, they listening. It's not like they having a conversation. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) They're going to be intrigued. I'll be intrigued, like, damn, this is, like, really, like, how a dude, like, this dude is really expressing to a girl how dudes think about operate yeah yeah and the girls talking back like i feel like this is really educational productive yeah because like a lot of people like you said like a lot of people don't know that so they might there's probably a little girl right now like yeah her boyfriend just cheated on her she think it's the end of the world world. it's not hate him it's not it's like nah go back to him go back to ryan he still loves you Mm, I would say don't go back to Ryan. What? You're a young girl. You have a big life ahead of you. And if he doesn't respect you like that, he's not old enough to be handling your heart. He doesn't have enough responsibility. I think that the big don't thing is that. having to go back to Ryan. No. He loves no. Leave Ryan. Leave Look, Ryan listen, and listen. shoot for better. Don't leave Ryan because you, you lost your virginity be. to Ryan. Why would you want to leave Ryan? You love Ryan. You're Ryan being loves toxic you. right now. No. my bad how i just i don't know something within me like really just turns when it's like yeah they're cheating on you but you should stay nah i mean i'm not saying cheating he cheated once so how many times how many times of cheating is acceptable if now we're saying let's say you're married putting a number on it let's say you're married right let's say y'all married you feel me y'all have kids five kids i'm not saying it's right i'm not saying it's right i'm not saying it. i'm just no like how well, you were you, just, you were saying now you're talking about marriage but before we're talking about oh, a teenage a girl you know what i mean like if you got yeah, a whole family that's different other. that's I mean, completely different and when you have a family. my thing is this i'm telling what was the girl's name that we just gave her I, we didn't give her a name but ryan is the cheating oh, ex um, ex. sarah 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 sarah, sarah and ryan. i'm saying stay with ryan right because what you gonna do? You gonna leave Ryan and you gonna go through your whole phase. Now you got forty bodies. You don't feel better. Forty. And and like you just looking for another Ryan. You still think about Ryan. Don't leave Ryan. They will. But make it was hard. Ryan for him. Don't make it was hard Ryan for him. treating Sarah? Yeah, don't make it hard for him. Yeah, like like don't just like be all like like make it like he has to like really try to get you back so he don't do it again you feel me don't just like run back to him like right. you gotta like scare him a little bit but 
just knowing your head, I'm not gonna leave this nigga, but like make him like have to earn you back. So what is your suggestion for women who left and went on the hoe trail? <laughs> they went on the tribal hoe trail to find themselves and find the Ryan that they that they never, you know, you know what I mean? Like they don't have that. They can't stay with Ryan anymore because Ryan's long gone. Um, and they're about to graduate college. <laughs> um, this one Ryan never saying. existed. Um, and what I if mean, Ryan was an asshole? Because Ryan was an asshole. <laughs> I mean, like, listen, I, I would want to preface this and say, you just want the idea of Ryan talking, talking, No, nah, before was. I keep talking, um, I'm speaking on behalf of, of men right now. So, like, I'm not saying like what I'm saying would be the best outcome for women or not. Like, I understand, like, as a man. I'm going to be selfish towards men a little bit, just naturally. Mm-hmm. So, like, of course, that's I'm your saying, squad. yeah, yeah, those are my boys. Yeah, you know yeah, I, mean? yeah. I feel like girls yeah. do the same thing, so I have yeah, to do it, course. right? All right. But um, if that's Ryan's true. an asshole, don't stay with Ryan. Like, if Ryan's hitting you, if Ryan's not, even if he just manipulating, manipulating you, you, making you gaslighting bad, you, yeah. leave Ryan. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Or you could just get the upper hand, you feel me? That's toxic. You should not be spreading toxicity. You're right, you're right. Shoot better. Do better. Sarah, do better. <laughs> the advice I would give to the girl out of like she went through the whole thing. I mean, like, it's she's probably good. Like a lot of dudes end up marrying hoes, man. So you probably you're probably fine. If we're going on the <laughs> the the fact of like the past does not dictate your future like it doesn't dictate where you're going it doesn't even dictate really who you are like, that's true you can switch who you are and i don't think that the amount of people that you have sex with like yeah over time that's like shaping your personality but if you decide that it's time to to hang up the towel you know like you can be whoever you want to be so if you change your identity to being a loyal girlfriend or wife or whatever you can do that and you sh- and you should own that you know what i mean like it's not terrible don't, to be own, a, that. don't own that to be ladies, a ladies like and this is me stepping outside of like i'm going against my men if you find a nigga you love and he don't know you as a hoe don't tell him he will leave your ass nine times out of ten he will fucking leave you and i'm just being real that's so- why like dudes i wouldn't even like if you find a girl you really like don't even ask her what her body count is, bro. Because you're not going to like the answer. First off, you're going to think she lied. If she say anything three or below, you're going to automatically know it's a lie. you probably going to think she got like 40. So like, I heard that the golden rule for men is whatever number the Multiply female- by three? Yes. No, nah, but we, we can't <laughs> even do that no more because it'll be like, I got two, three. And it's like, first off, you probably got two this week. So, um... Damn. You know, <laughs> so, Damn. so I'm just like, I don't know. I don't even multiply by three because y'all know about the rules. So I just, I know, I just already know you're probably lying. But the number you tell me is going to tell me how much you're lying. Like, if you tell me like three, I'm going to think you're lying a lot. If you like, 
like seven, I'm gonna think you're lying a little bit. If you like 15-ish, I'm gonna be like, you know, they might be telling like a semblance of the truth. But this is why I say, ladies, don't tell your boyfriends how many bodies you had. Whether it's wrong or right, whether it's good or bad or sad, it's just a thing with men. For some reason, yeah. which you don't have you to care. tell them because, like, it's not who you are now, you know. I mean, change. I think that really you woke up, though. yeah. But well, it's not their business, is, like, what you went what through. The fuck? You just told bro, me. if I'm about to marry you, it's kind of like, I mean, but it you is just what it is to tell the women yeah, not to I'm be not, truthful. But, so, yeah. how do you tell them to keep it I'm to telling yourself? That as, a, as a guy, though? But I feel like you, as like a woman, has to have to tell them, like, nah, you feel me, like. You gotta, it's like, <laughs> but um this is the thing like for some reason guys um you know we care a lot about that shit you feel me like you can be perfect we could be about to get married right if like a, a nigga just pop up and there's a video you're like look bro this your girl getting ran through by four niggas he will not marry her he won't marry her. He won't marry her. If a dude pop up and he have a list, he like, yo, your girl fucked 50 niggas in the past. These all the niggas right here. This they face. This they, they sex video. Like, he won't marry her. He, he just won't. You feel me? It, it, it sucks. Like, it's not fair. But you feel me? It's just, I think the biggest reason is because, um, you know, as dudes, we know, like, like if you're gonna we know how hard it is. Yours. No, we know how hard it is to like get sex as dudes, right? And how easy it is for girls, because like every dude is trying to fuck every girl, literally, damn near. So like if you got hella bodies, that means like you was just like, like everybody fuck. And you don't want to marry nobody that was like just communal pussy. Oh <laughs> so yeah, that's just like the hard truth, you know. We we give a fuck about y'all body counts, ladies. You feel me? But honestly, but so you're many still trying to, to get yours on the path to finding the perfect girl who doesn't have body counts. Yeah, you talking about men? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't say it was right, wrong, good or bad. I just I'm telling you what it is, right? <laughs> and um the thing about that is like for dudes, one, girls don't really care about a dude's body count for real. Like they don't care to the point where Oh, this nigga got however many bodies, I'm gonna break up with him. Yeah. Like what? No. But for a dude, we will break up with you over that shit. That's what that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like the the genders do not understand the differences. Like, we will break up with you over that shit. You could have been perfect. That shit could have been five years ago. You ain't done shit. You've been celibate four years. You ain't done nothing. You've been a perfect girlfriend the last six months. If I found out you had fucking, sex tape, bro, yeah, with four <laughs> niggas, yes, we're not. I'm breaking up with you. What? What? That's why I feel bad for all these OnlyFans girls. Which I'm a, I'm a supporter of OnlyFans. Like, get your money, girl. Like, you feel me? I believe in it. I believe girls that do OnlyFans are smart. You know, get your bag. Um, but are they? Are they? Um, I just couldn't marry an OnlyFans girl. Yeah, are they like? uh dateable are they sacrificing their like future possibility of like marriage or like having finding like a man who's like really committed to them because of having an OnlyFans? 
I will say they're diminishing their chances greatly. Okay. So, like, not to say that they won't be able to get married or nothing, but it's going to be way less likely than if they didn't have. Mm-hmm. But. So, is it worth getting their money? I think it depends on who you are. Yeah. You feel me? And I don't think all men, like, think the way, like, you do. I do think that, that like, if you if you really love someone and I, I'm let's not say you, you've been, like, celibate or whatever for five years, like you said, and you, like, you're being a perfect girlfriend, and, like, that's not who you are anymore. That's who you were. And, like, right. going through that changed your life experiences, and you just, you are who you are, sex tape or not. <laughs> like, if the man was going to leave like if if that's what's the breaking point for him then he's going to leave you anyways like he doesn't actually no 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 he wouldn't have left no 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 it's not all me no 98 percent of them (laughs) good luck yeah good enough number and like you know like that's you got what what other question you got for you feel me because i've been asking you questions like um as as a man, I can give you an answer, but I'm not mansplaining. Mansplaining, okay. Um, so if this is like, what? So if like, not having an OnlyFans or like not being a hoe per se to summarize, not having like a hoe phase that can be visibly brought up in the future that you can't keep secret, and your hoe face follows you. What, like, for the women who, let's say, don't do that, and they're like, I don't know, what should they expect of men? Like, what's what's the trade-off? What's the trade-off? So if men can cheat, if men can... um, Literally living as... You are queen. Like, I mean, like, honestly, what first Should women get taken care of? Like, should they get fully... I think so. Fully be, you know, provided for and... Personally, um, so. treated like a queen, like a little princess. Yeah, I personally, I think so. I think I feel like that's a decent. I think the only way. <laughs> I think the only way as a woman, and this is real, like the only way you should allow like any fuckery from your dude or something. He gotta be exceptional as fuck. You feel me? Like you gotta know, like if I leave this nigga, I'm not ever gonna find another person like him. Like it just gotta be like that. And if you can find another dude like him at fucking Walmart, then I say, leave, like, if he a bum-ass nigga, don't let no bum-ass nigga cheat on you. Like, yeah, you feel me? <laughs> I, I don't, like, let no... Don't... Because that's disrespectful to an extent. You feel me? Like... Disrespecting yourself? What not, do you mean? Not, like, yeah, like, first off, like... Like, if she's out of your league already and then you're cheating on her? Yeah, that that's happens so often. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Don't do that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, like... I speak a lot for myself personally. You know, I'm like a trillionaire in the making. So, Jeez, um... no, I'm just kidding. But um, like, if if you would a dude and you know, like, you love your life, like y'all not, you feel me, going paycheck to paycheck. Y'all can go wherever the fuck y'all want. You don't work, and this nigga fuck a girl like like once every blue moon, like no it's not that serious if you want to like really divorce a nigga and like tear up the family and do all that shit because like a nigga like 
just was naturally a dude, which is sad to say, but he was just naturally a dude. Like that's on you, I guess. But it's just know it's not that it's not that deep from the dude's perspective. He's not gonna leave you. So I feel like in these movies, they's like, he's gonna leave me for the younger. <laughs> no, no, I'm telling most niggas will not do that because first off, we don't most niggas don't have that much money to do that. Because they're gonna have to break you off an arm and a leg if they wanna leave you for it. For just a younger chick, that's gonna probably be more annoying. Yeah. At least you like chilling, shit. We've yeah. been together a couple of years. This bitch, I just met. She annoying as fuck. I just want to fuck. Why would I leave you for that? You just had my kids and shit. That's just come on. Let's think a little bit. Why would I leave you? <laughs> All right. Yeah, but I think that's the trade off. So men are like they're like uh, family first in a sense. Like if if you have a family, well then what's up with like the men who don't do that like they just leave like people there's just scumbag like, people yeah so like just don't try to avoid them at all costs so you don't end yeah. up in that situation but even with that like i don't like to say like that's men or because like there's just scumbag people i don't like i wouldn't say like the women that keep their kids from their fathers like those right. are just scumbag people like, yeah they're just bad mm-hmm. like so i think you should be trying not to date those type of people already. Like, and not to right. like try and like blame the person, but like you're you chose the relationship you got to and so and yeah, people can hide shit and shit like that, but you should know before you have a child with somebody, the type of person they are, and you feel me that if they're gonna leave their family, like you should I feel like you should be pre-vetting that. I feel like people just throw, like, jump into having kids nowadays and shit. Right. It's like, you should already know, like, this person wouldn't do no shit like that. hmm Yeah. Yeah. Just stay safe. Try to, you know. As a group, would, would you be cool with that trade-off? Let's, let's say your man making $5 million a year. You got your own compound. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um... And like every every two years he fuck up she she was every two years. You know You don't even know about the group. And not even like so like you don't even know. Unless you wanna know, but I feel like girls won't even wanna know. Like fucking I was gonna say, cause like once like once you know it's like it's it's it just changes things. Like I'm not going to be the same Annie that I was because I don't view you in the same light. Um it is, it's it's so, so would you rather not know like would you like be low-key cool with it as long as you don't find out ever like you wouldn't tell them but like it's like a wink wink I'm, like, I'm gonna shoot for i'm gonna shoot for high goals i'm gonna shoot for a man that i really think is gonna come home to me every night and like i'm enough for him i don't know that's that's what that's what i want wow, would i tough. if i had kids with the person and he you know he's the father of my children it's not just about me anymore it's about my kids and I did have a broken home and I don't think that I'm better for it (laughs) you know it's a lot of pain with that um and I I would do it for the kids but like again like by by him cheating he's jeopardizing his relationship with me and he can still love me all the same, but he needs to know that I'm not going to love him the same. And that's going to change his life. 
because mm-hmm. I'm not going to be that. Like, it doesn't, at that point, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You got all this money. You have all these things. I'm not here for that. I'm here for your heart. And like, you vowed to give me your heart. So would and, you... and now you're sharing it with other people. Like, that's mine. Like, you're supposed to be my quote unquote daddy. And that's not daddy energy to me. <laughs> like, but that's my... I, man that I get like, when he's my husband, like, I'm going to call him daddy. My kids are going to call him daddy. Like, and he's he's gonna come home to us every night and he's gonna love us. And if he cheats, I better not find out or I'm gonna put him with a frying pan. I'd be so mad and so hurt. And like, yeah, I would be there, but but this is my I thing. feel like I'd just be pretending every day. You said that he doesn't give you he's not giving you his heart. <laughs> this is what girls understand. We can fuck this girl and you still have our entire heart. You but, feel me? It's just yeah, yes. <laughs> Yes, that's what I'm trying to get you. <laughs> I don't want to believe no, that. It's as bad as I, whether it makes all men fucking dogs or fucking not shit or whatever. I promise you, like, if your dude is crying to, if your dude is crying <laughs> to you, it's not a shit coming out of his mouth saying he still loves you. <laughs> cheated on you. He still fucking loves you. He, like, a dude can have sex with somebody else and still love a girl. Yeah. That's my whole point. And and my question is, would you rather sacrifice having your own compound and shit, have the life you've always dreamed of for a dude that won't cheat on you, but y'all live uh in an apartment in a city? You feel me? And y'all just gotta have like that simple life. You gotta go to work. You feel me? Like mm. <laughs> Yeah, I see where you're going with this. Like I'm not saying it's right, and I'm not saying like I it wouldn't hurt up. it would still hurt yeah, yeah. yeah. It, but the trade-off up. i guess Let's like the hurt versus yeah. the the stability and the family that's why i think like and i think first off dudes you should always come back home to your family cheat midday <laughs> shower before you go yeah but um no nah, like i think i think it's just like really I think deep down Mid-day. girls don't care. Like I think I know that y'all care just because y'all but this is the just the brutal truth, right? All y'all already think that y'all do cheating on you already. So it's like I feel like most girls already, they already already like this nigga probably cheating on me. You just don't have proof, so you don't want to trip out and go crazy. So you just like keep it in the back of your head like. But he, maybe he not, but maybe he is, yada, yada. So, like, when you find out, it's like, damn, he really is cheating on me. Then you think he don't love you because you think fucking love is tied to sex for some fucking reason. So, like, I think that, honestly, dudes just don't get caught. So, <laughs> and and then for women, it's like, don't, uh, don't associate love with sex. At least from a guy's perspective. Because as a guy, like, we... As a man, I know that you can't. If you in love with me, so just I know, know that, that you're not gonna be able to have sex with another dude. I just know. There's no way you're gonna let another nigga sweat on top of you, and you if you're in love with me, yeah, that's just impossible. So it's like for dudes, I'm and this is this sounds sexist as fuck, but <laughs> I'm just saying go. dudes can have sex with like girls and and still love their girl, but I don't think girls can. Mm-hmm. Wow. Honestly, uh, you, you strike a hard, hard, uh, 
And I'm not saying don't strive for that, ladies, but I'm just saying, like, if your nigga cheat on you, don't just think that he he fucking hates you and he don't love you. Mm -hmm. He's just, he's a dude. And we flawed, we dogs. Sorry. We like vaginas. We like asses. We like titties. Every girl has them. It's like, yeah, I can love you, but that girl still got a fat ass. And if you feel me in like, yeah, I'm I'm like, I can see her and I can just be chill. But damn, with Instagram and shit nowadays, and I'm just seeing ass 24-7. Now I know I want and I'm like, bro, I might slip up every fucking a thousand days. Sorry. I see like 50 asses a day. Back in the day, you wasn't seeing <laughs> ass like that. They were talking about, no, nah, your grandpa never cheated on me. There wasn't girls outside like that. You couldn't even cheat on it. Like, you think them niggas wasn't trying to cheat? Was probably had porno mags and shit. That's how you cheated back in the day. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Pornography is not even considered cheating now. Which is crazy. Yeah. What do you think about porn? I don't participate in watching pornography. I don't. It's kind of it's kind of weird. Like, um, I think Ukrainian like refugee porn is trending right now. Really? Yeah. You think? <laughs> no, because we were talking about it on the last pod. And oh. It was like, um, <laughs> it was just so weird because like people are like, just like, why the fuck you want to search up some Ukrainian refugee porn? <laughs> I think it it just continues to demoralize our. But then again, maybe sex isn't supposed to be tied with love, so everyone's just gonna be sexual beings, just fuck all the time. But only the men, not the women. No, I mean like. If you want to have a compound. <laughs> I mean, I think that's just naturally, like, how it is. But honestly, like, if we're going with complete open-mindedness and, like, nothing matters, if we're being real, everybody should be on the LGBT trainer. Because they're the most right. There's no such thing as genders. There's no such thing as none of this shit. We're all just people. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you want to be completely open-minded, it's just people don't want to do, like, do you want that's just dangerous like going all the way out there because there's no really coming back you can you have nowhere to ground yourself so it's like i feel like that's kind of what the feminist movement has done in a way with this sexual liberate liberation of like women is kind of like blurred those lines to make it seem like sex isn't like really that big a deal which is when it's always been a big deal for girls like and I don't get why y'all trying to why, why, let me I don't get why females are trying to act like <laughs> it's never it's not that big a deal. It's never been a big deal for like it's always been a big deal for y'all. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, like because of the feminism movement, it's not no more. Like I like I I'm all for equal rights and shit, but I just don't understand how that shit correlates with. Yeah, you feel me? Like, mm-hmm. and that's what you're saying, like the different sex and shit, but. Um, yeah, you know, this this was a great conversation with almost two hours, you feel me? Really? Yeah, and the Nader. You got anything, anything else you <laughs> want to tell the people? <clears throat> Any more questions you want to ask? Um, well, if we're hitting the two-hour mark, we should probably just wrap it up. I mean, we got, like, you, you can ask, but the people are intrigued. You <laughs> no one to anything. Um... I guess for final question, final thoughts on feminism, that's where we started from. And then we went to like no, we how men, 
Oh, and, you uh, mean with the and stuff? Yeah, so we're talking about like the differences between how men and women think, um, and Just process, odd. process life even. Like women are tied with the moon, men are with the sun. You guys don't have cycles. We do. Like life is just different and that we shouldn't forget that life is different for us um, and try to understand that better to protect ourselves. And, and mainly it's not a bad thing. Like I think the most beautiful thing in the world that uh, uh, anything that could be is a woman. You feel me like? Woman, 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 same. You feel I me? think women are way more. Yeah, I mean, y'all awesome, that, but not to be sexist, but yeah, like, I'm, I'm, cool. I was simply like yesterday, I was driving around and there was so many, there was I'm, there was so many um ladies who were dressed up in like really nice dresses, and I told my friend Sedona, I was like, women, like when they dress up, they just look so good. Whereas like if a man dresses up, like they're just wearing a suit or something. It's just another man in a suit, you know? But women always look fire. They're just awesome. Yeah. I think women need to celebrate being women. Being women. The fuck you and what that like means. Y'all hate us. We trying to be like something you hate. That makes no sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> no. But it's also hard and like even But this is just the, the day and age that it is right now. It's really hard for women to with everything all the different signals being thrown at them, like sexualize yourself. Don't sexualize yourself. Um, you need to have a career and, and be stable. Be a be a mom and stay at home. Like there's so many different avenues for women that it's hard to even know what your place is no, supposed to true. be. Like life is different now. That's true. And and that's why like even with what yeah, we're saying, just keep trying to right better yourself. And if you are in a relationship, like try having conversations with your man and ask him watch fresh and fit watch <laughs> no <laughs> that's the that'll make you cry not really but it's kind of yeah watch fresh and fit whatever i i just think like you feel me in this off um you know women y'all are beautiful y'all shouldn't want to be like men because we suck you feel me i feel I'm like women that. are so pure men need to be built up too i feel like society has really broken men down and like really just kind of but but you were saying something you said that like you said there's just so much things like society is telling women to do and be but i think and it's hard and i understand that but it's hard for like the human experience is hard Mm -hmm. and i feel like the longer we kind of like pacify ourselves like the easier we make ourselves susceptible to like actual bad people so it's yeah. like yeah yeah it's hard but we still gotta understand like it's our responsibility to know what we want to do and know what is the right way in our worldview and like how we're living life because right. like at the end of the day it's hard but it's not impossible and because it's hard it'll make it so much cooler that you actually like figure it out and feel like you're doing the right thing you feel me because if it was easy then everybody would do it right and the crazy thing is like even though it's hard it's not even that hard yeah every day is hard you just gotta choose what kind of hard you're gonna live yeah yeah life is a struggle life is a struggle but um yeah you know 
This is a great pod. You feel me? Thank you for coming on. Thank Popping you. The cherry for women. Thanks. On the pod. It was a pleasure yeah. to do so. Glad we glad we got that covered. Have more women on the show. Yeah, yeah, you know. Have Hopefully a- they, you know, um, they're as open as you, you know, with, with these conversations. Absolutely. You feel me? Because I, I, I actually did have some girls on the show before. I just never posted it. Really? Be- no, nah, I'm, I'm going to post it too, like, after this probably. But, um, bro, I started, like, asking them, like, just simple questions, and, like, I got attacked. Really? Yeah, she said, she asked me if I had mommy issues. I was like, damn, kind of. <laughs> but all right, and you're gonna touch on the next one. This is MDH TV with your mind 81 Tommy Evans. What you want to call me signing out? Peace, y'all. Bye.